Christianity centers around the cross of Christ. Let's go back to the blood-stained cross and study together today from the International Gospel Hour. On Jordan's stormy banks I stand and Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. Since 1934, Churches of Christ have proclaimed God's Word through International Gospel Hour. Please stay tuned for another lesson on this program by Jeff Archie. Are you listening? We are most appreciative for the kind words and introduction from our J-Webb, and we are more so grateful for your presence today, everyone. Welcome to our studies from the International Gospel Hour. And today we want to spend time speaking about the cross of Christ. It was over a hundred years ago that the following words flowed from the hand of one George Bernard. On a hill far away stood an old rugged cross, the emblem of suffering and shame. And I love that old cross where the dearest and best for a world of lost sinners was slain. Oh, the old rugged cross so despised by the world has a wondrous attraction for me. For the dear Lamb of God left His glory above to bear it to dark Calvary. And in the old rugged cross stained with blood so divine, a wondrous beauty I see. For twas on that old cross Jesus suffered and died to pardon and sanctify me. To the old rugged cross I will ever be true, its shame and reproach gladly bear. Then He'll call me some day to my home far away, where His glory forever I'll share, and in the chorus. So I'll cherish the old rugged cross, till my trophies at last I lay down. I will cling to the old rugged cross, and exchange it some day for a crown. Dear friends, all that one must believe and all that one must embrace should always come through the redemptive work of Jesus Christ upon the cross of Calvary. And today might we study the cross-centered religion. And we will do so by turning back the clock and reaching for this lesson from the late Leroy Brownlow. Brother Brownlow passed from this life over twenty years ago. His book, Why I Am a Member of the Church of Christ, has sold over a million copies worldwide. It's a beautiful book written about the church we read of in the New Testament. Brother Brownlow was a great preacher, and as with all the material of preachers of days gone by, we're blessed to study his material today as he still speaks Hebrews 11 and verse 4. We're going to talk about the cross-centered religion in a moment, but first, a little information on the International Gospel Hour. Our website is internationalgospelhour.com. That's internationalgospelhour.com. Please check it out and listen to our other broadcasts, learn more of our history, download our app, request our newsletter, and ask for our free Bible study by mail. Also, check out our free resources available from our fellow laborers in the gospel. Yes, friends, all for you through our website at internationalgospelhour.com. Okay, then, let's continue today's study. And now, dear friends, the cross-centered religion. In the cross-centered religion, the church centers around the cross. 
the blood shed on the cross purchased the church, Acts 20 and verse 28. Hence, if man can be saved out of the church, he can be saved without being blood-bought. The head of the church is he who died on the cross, Jesus Christ, Ephesians 1, 22 and 23, and Ephesians 5, 23. And that which is preached by the church is the gospel which grew out of the cross, 1 Corinthians 1, verse 18, and 1 Timothy 3, and verse 15. Indeed, the church centers around the cross. Would you consider with me next that in the cross-centered religion, redemption centers around the cross? Ephesians 1 and verse 7 reminds us that we are redeemed through His blood, even the forgiveness of sins. It is affirmed also in Ephesians 2 and verse 16. To the Christian they are reminded in 1 John 1 and verse 7, For if we walk in the light as He is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ His Son cleanses us from all sin. How are we saved by the blood? Well, Christ's blood was shed in His death. And Romans 6 verses 3 and 4 says, Know ye not that so many of us as were baptized into Jesus Christ were baptized into His death? It is there that we reach the blood and sins are forgiven. For in Acts 22 verse 16, Saul was told by Ananias, Saul, why do you tarry? Arise and be baptized, and wash away thy sins, calling on the name of the Lord. And we become a part of the blood-bought church. Acts 2 and verse 41. They that gladly received his word that day were baptized, and they were added unto them about three thousand souls. They were added to the church. Acts 2 47. In the cross-centered religion, observance centers around the cross. Our observance of the Lord's Supper as the church shows the death of Him who died on the cross, 1 Corinthians 11.26. Jesus could have had us to erect a cross on every corner, but He did not. Instead, He gave the Lord's Supper as a memorial, 1 Corinthians 11.24 and 25. Everyone should examine themselves, 1 Corinthians 11.28 and 29. And the Lord's Supper should be taken in a worthy manner, 1 Corinthians 11 and verse 29, as we partake of the unleavened bread and the fruit of the vine to remember His death upon the Lord's day. In the cross-centered religion, separation of God's covenant centers around the cross. For according to Colossians 2.14, the law of Moses died when Jesus died on the cross as it was intended to be only temporary, Galatians 3.19. The New Testament dispensation could not go into effect until sometime after Jesus died. That's Hebrews 9.16 and 17. There is a better covenant with better promises, Hebrews 8, verses 6 through 10. And today, dear friends, we must hear Jesus. Just as commanded in Matthew 17 and verse 5, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased, hear ye Him. We are reminded in Hebrews 1, verses 1 and 2, that God, who at sundry times and in divers manners, spake unto us in time past unto the fathers by the prophets, hath in these last days spoken unto us by His Son, whom He hath appointed heir of all things, 
by whom also he made the worlds. In the cross-centered religion, salvation centers around the cross. Jesus died for our sins as affirmed in 1 Corinthians 15 and verse 3. We note from the Old Testament how that the Jews sacrificed literal lambs, but Jesus was the Lamb of God which took away the sin of the world, John 1.29. The preaching of the cross is God's power to save man, 1 Corinthians 1 and verse 18. And man becomes free from sin when he obeys the form of doctrine delivered unto him, Romans 6:17 and 18. The doctrine itself is the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Christ, 1 Corinthians 15, verses 1 through 4. We obey its form. How do we do that? How do we obey the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Christ, the doctrine, the teaching of salvation around the cross, the gospel? We note again from Romans 6, 3 and verse 4, Know ye not that so many of us as were baptized into Jesus Christ were baptized into his death? Therefore we are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should be raised to walk in newness of life. For if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall be also in the likeness of his resurrection, knowing this, that our old man of sin is crucified, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that from henceforth or from now on we should not serve sin. That's the form of doctrine in which we were buried in Christ in baptism. Salvation centers around the cross, the cross where Jesus gave his life. Dear friends, how thankful we are for a lesson such as this from Brother Brownlow. And I don't know if you noted this or not, but what he simply did was take the word cross and create an acrostic where each letter represents a word. So in the cross-centered religion, C-R-O-S-S, you have the church, redemption, observance, separation, and salvation. What a beautiful thought and a lesson well done. How honored we are to turn back the clock for these wonderful sermons of days gone by and present them once again. You see, God's Word never changes, friends. It is always powerful. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever, Hebrews, or rather, Revelation 13. I'll get it right in a moment, dear friends. Hebrews 13 and verse 8. That's why we have the Word, so I can look it up and make sure we're right. Speaking of the Word... We offer our free Bible study course by mail. Have you enrolled yet? It's absolutely free. Here's our J-Webb with the details. Friends, the International Gospel Hour offers for free a Bible study course available by mail. That's right. At your own pace, you can study the Bible in your own home. It's free. Give it a try. Please call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988. And leave your name, address, and just say, Home Study. That's it. You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com, click on the Contact tab, and leave us the same information, name, address, and type Home Study in the message box. We'll send it right away. Thank you for your interest in the things that be of God. And friends, you may also reach out to us with any request that you have, 
If you'd like to write us, it's the International Gospel Hour, P.O. Box 118, Fayetteville, Tennessee, 37334. That's International Gospel Hour, P.O. Box 118, Fayetteville, Tennessee, 37334. Again, dear friends, we're grateful to reach back for these lessons of days gone by and thankful that you could join us today for this study. Thanks for joining me on the International Gospel Hour radio broadcast. I'm Jeff Archie, and friends, keep listening. Thank you for listening today. May this study prompt your search of God's Word for His will in your life. To assist you in your study or to listen to other programs, please visit our website at internationalgospelhour.com to God be the glory. Glory.